I think I'm just gonna stop these intros and outros and just get straight into reading. Getting extremely repetitive. Repetitive. Warning: This episode does contain language. That handsome face, Carmen already had yearned to see again. That same handsome face that was close and only centimeters away from his. Conrad felt his face heat up, and the forge were completely gone, golden orbs locking my purple ones. Merking, Sento said. Hello again, baby boy. Conrad's face instantly heated up. Sento looked simply kept merking away for the bond's response. Uh, yeah. The bone's face burned so much, and he felt as if steam was coming out of his head. Kamari's eyebrows furrowed, and his bottom lip stuck out slightly. He knew that Senso was only teasing him, and was about to say something, but saw that Senso started getting up. Senso held out his hand towards the bond, waiting for him patiently to take it. Kamari lifted his torch up, and extended his hand, and grabbed a hold of Senso's hand. Kamari's body was brought up in a flask, and, being the fruit that he was, Senso poured him close, and with his other hand, he grabbed the bond's face. Their faces were only again. Their faces were once again only centimeters apart. So I mean again, huh, Bonnie? Kamari's face heated up once again, and he turned his face to the other side. My name's Kamari, not Blondie, he said, and wiggled himself out of Sensel's firm grasp. Sensel chuckled and cracked his head. I know that. I just simply like teasing you. The blonde chef puffed his cheeks, and he too crossed his arms. Anyway, Sensel started eyeing the blonde up and down. What are you doing here? Did you miss me too much after our first meeting? The question caught Kamari off guard and he started fizzing with his fingers and, and saying right in <laughs> Funny story, really. You see, I'm gonna come back and thank you for, you know, saving me and crap. Since I raised an eyebrow. That's it? He asked, opening the bomb, would I say more? Yep, totally. You're lying. Kamari gasped. I am totally not. I came here on a, the account of gratitude. Senso hummed, and his smirk turned into a devilish mug. His mind, in his mind, he knew the blonde was flying, and knew he only came back to see the older. A bit cocky, yes, but it was the truth, and Senso was set in getting the blonde to admit just that. Then what are you giving me? God, you asked. I, Kamari was less speechless. He couldn't come up with anything because his tiny brain hadn't thought this far, this far deep in the plan he discussed with Kirishima. Yes, he had thought of a plan for getting to the mantle, but not about what he'd say, and the excuse of coming back. You, I, the one was losing his mind. He couldn't think of anything, and if he admitted to sense that he came back only to see him again, he'd die from pure embarrassment. Judging from the looks and so gave him earlier, Kamari could have only guessed that the already knew the real reason why he came here. Sighing the feet, Kamari decided to tell the truth. Even if it bears him even more. Arf, I'm! He yelled. His next sentence said he muttered quietly while running icon and playing with his fingers. I, I came back to see you. To see me? Senso repeated, trying his best to hide the cocky smile that was forming his face. Why ever would you want to do that? The pink already dusting on the blonde cheek only increased more and more, and his heartbeat started increasing the flow. No reason, Kamari muttered shapelessly. Senso smug. One and decorated his pale face as he walked closer to the barn. I think there is a reason. You just don't want to admit it. Conrad turned his head and faced Senso. He stared at him for some seconds before walking towards the staircase. Enough of that, he said and pointed out to the stair. What's up there? Up there? 
Sensor turned his body around and took a few steps to where Kamurai was standing. Do you just want to see what's up those? What's up there? Or do you like a whole tour of the place? Seeing as how I'm gonna stay well, might not forget a tour of the house, no? Kamurai said and closed his eyes. Sensor chuckled and took a few more steps until his foot rested on the first step of the stairs. He gently lifted in the blind stairs. It's happy seeing you too, Kamurai. Kamurai think he was going to be dying from a from a heart attack with this teasing man. That room right there is just another one of my plain old vacant guest rooms. Again, it's decorated fancy, just like used for others. Kamurai and Senso were walking on the upstairs part of the mansion, seeing every room there was. There are literally the countless of vacant guest rooms the mansion had, and Kamurai wondered the whole time as to why there were so many rooms in the first place. If there were so many places for millions of people to stay, why was the order so long in the mansion? Why is there only rooms up here? Kamurai asked his curiosity. It's saying, Are bedrooms the only thing up here? Since I looked up and rubbed his chin, No, there's a study room, a library, and some other stuff that I've forgotten. Then why don't you tell me those places, Kamurai wired? You, you said you'd show me the whole place, and up till now I've only seen rooms. Patience, my love, since I chuckled. You'll get to those soon. Not your love, and let's go see them already. My feet are already climbing. This mansion is so fucking huge. Is it? The order sucked and continued walking completely normal. As if taking strolls around the mansion was a routine for him. Never seemed that way to me. Henry scoffed. Show me the library and said, Sword Princess, so let's go. After walking past some more guest rooms that were empty too, they finally came across a different set of doors. Conrad ran past them some point and I said doors. What's in there? In there? Since I'll see the doors, I think it might be the library. The library? Conrad got incitement. Yes, finally something other than empty fancy rooms. Let's go in. Then Silk's in his hand toward a jumpy blonde. Sally? Kamurai took the older hand and bounced in place as he waited for Sin to open the doors and reveal the library. Whoa, this is huge! Kamurai was amazed as he tried to run the center of the library. His eyes were swarmed with books left and right, even up and down. How many books are there? I think thousands, maybe, Sin replied, taking a seat on one of the chairs near the end of the room. I don't know. How can you not know? Don't you like come here all the time and read these mouthes of books? The mom asked as he took a seat on the other chair next to him, so. No, I don't. The auto went out of sight and stared off into one of the windows nearby. Conrad and Sensei were sitting on one of the tables, located near the tall windows that saw the outside forest. Conrad stared at the layout night and noticed how much sadness the order's eyes had on one side. Conrad reached out and placed his hand on top of the order's much pale one. Sensei broke out of his hands and trance and stared at their hands. Lotus cheeks flushed a bit of pink, feeling a bit embarrassed. This emotional response didn't go unnoticed by the blonde, seeing as how pale Shinzo was. Can I put them remove his hand quickly? Sorry, it's just, he seemed sort of sad, so I, you know. Shinzo's <laughs> question fell in Southkin. Joining with Mayo, tugged at his lips. Shinzo got up, and with his head, he nosed towards the door. Let's continue with the tour. Conrad smiled brightly and followed the other and followed the older with a puppy look on his face. Yep, let's. Another hour passed, and finally the pawn and the lilac neck had reached the end of the endless dark corridor. They had just returned upstairs once again after finishing the tour downstairs. 
Seeing as how bored the blonde was, and there wasn't much to see upstairs, Dunster preferred Comrade was so amazed and fascinated by all the rooms and entertaining places he saw. Sizzle had a large ballroom floor right behind the stair for a located. The ballroom was dark when they first entered, but when they moved around each simmering chandelier that hung above, that hung above the illuminated place, and Comrade was running around like some kid who was slot loose in a candy store. On the right next to the ballroom floor was the kitchen. It looked like any other kitchen. Stoves here and there, cupboards up above, and a long dishwasher. But the Kaminari, it looked like a kitchen that belonged in some palace walls. On the left next to the ballroom floor was two rooms. One that led to the living room and another that led to a small room with a locked door. The building was just as grand and fancy, but seeing as how Conrad had seen it when he first came, he didn't want to go back there again. Conrad had asked him to open the locked door, but the order just ignored his question and suggested going back up the stairs. Something about someone coming out of his bedroom balcony or whatnot. The yellow and purple duo stood in front of some huge block doors that seemed to come out of a video game. Doors looked too boy for entering a final boss's room. What's in there? The curious blonde asked again, slowly putting his fingertips against the cold door. His hand traveled towards the doorknob that was stopped middle when he looked at himself. Sinzel's eyes wet and the blood drained from his face. Quickly grabbed the blonde soldiers, dragging him as far away as he could from those doors. Nothing needs to wear your pretty little head about. Now let's get going. He said in a rest, and Comrade could notice the hint of desperation in his voice. Comrade pressed his feet pressed his feet hard on the ground to stop himself from walking any further. Sinzel's built body collided with the blonde's back. Why did you stop? said Celeste as he stepped back a bit and watched Comrade turn his body around and crossing his arms, staring to Odo with a sketchy look. What's in those doors? What doors? The doors you so rudely took me away from? Mon's eyes narrowed and gave him frightened look. What are you hiding back there? Sensel turned his head to the side, muttering quietly. Nothing. It sort of seemed like something, Comrade said. He paused for a bit and gasped in horror. Oh my god! Sinsel looked up at Kaminari and raised an eyebrow in confusion. He was confused as to why the one was taking steps back from the order, as if Sinsel had walked like a serial coach and. Don't tell me you have. A, a, a what? Sinsel asked, totally not prepared for what the young was going to say next. R Red Room? Sinsel felt his soul shape his body and the ghastly trail wrapped tightly around his neck. What? Y you know, Comrade spoke his voice sticky every time. Those rooms that you have, like, t t torture items and shit. Bringing a hand to his face, Sensel let out a long, disappointing sigh. It's not a red room. Then what is it? Nothing needs to concern yourself with. Sensel spoke sternly and continued, and continued to walk away from the door. Come now, my bedroom is just up ahead. Comrade didn't follow where Sensel was going. He stayed back a bit and looked at the black doors, wondering what was hidden behind them. What Sinso hiding behind those what Sinso was hiding behind those doors? Thinking whatever thoughts he had in his mind, Comrade trailed behind Sinso. They had reached the older's bedroom, and Comrade was left beatless. Out of the, all the extravagant places they had been to, Sinso's room was just just so ordinary. The room wasn't lit at all. The only light the room had gotten is the one that came from the moon that shined through the balcony windows. The room had doors, bookshelves, a huge closet, a small sofa in the corner of the room, and a door was commonly guessed to be for the bathroom.
In the wall by where the door was, there was a huge king-sized bed with deep velvet du duvet covers that reached the end of the bed down to the floor. Small pillows, a long pillow, and some sort of red ribbon was on it, all scattered. Beside said bed was a small black bedside t table with a tray of tea sets placed on it. Hmm. Guess you don't make your bed often. Henry pointed out as he walked over to the bed and grabbed a hold of the red ribbon placed in the bed. I don't actually, since I check one night one. Is that bad? <coughs> nah, I don't do mine either. Come right and greet and left a bit. Even when I have guests at home, my bed looks like a mess. Come right and Sensei left together for a while until the blonde remembered the red ribbon he held in his hand. By the way, Sensei, why do you own so many red ribbons? Kaminari asked and turned around facing Senso. I noticed some on the way here. They were also downstairs, scattered here and there. Well, Senso walked over to Kaminari and cornered him, pressing a small body against the bed while he hovered over. His long buff arms cage coming right, right in the middle, giving him no chance to escape. Because I like tying up pretty blonde boys like you with them.